Now, an hour of clarity for exhausted people of our nation mired in toxic partisanship. Left versus right, us versus them. While we pay to keep our politicians fighting, how do we the people rise up and solve the great challenges of our time? We do it by embracing freedom and liberty. There may be no such thing as a free lunch, but this hour is as close as it gets. Welcome to A Free Solution. Hello and welcome to this Wednesday edition, the Ides of a March edition of A Free Solution. My name is Craig Miles. I am in for Kevin Wilson. And uh, glad to be here with you. The world seems like it is crumbling. Oh my God, what are we doing? Are we going into World War Three? Are we paying $10 a gallon for gas? What What's going to happen and how do we get out of it? That's what everybody's talking about. And I don't have the answer. <laughs> Nobody has the answer is the answer to that question. And that is that gets to the root of the issue right off the bat here, which is we have way too many people standing up and screaming and yelling about how important they are when they unless you unless you had given them the platform would have absolutely nothing to say about your life. So we encourage these people uh, sometimes, right? In in the case of Russia or in case of despotic regimes, which the U.S. seems to be getting closer and closer to. In that case, you don't necessarily have the opportunity to do what you want, right? Because then they'll come in, they'll kick in your door. And we, we have that stuff here in America. We have it across the world. But they can't kick everybody's door in. So, again, it goes back to the whole thing that I always mention, which is it is a system that is tiered, not left and right. Your enemies are not the people on the left. They're not the people on the right. The only reason that you would think that or that those people are even a a threat to you is because they legitimize the people at the top. So, left, right, center, anarchy, whatever you whatever you believe it's the people at top who you legitimize who cause the problems so stop legitimizing them and be local that is my answer to all of the problems that we have in the world and we're going to we're going to get into a bunch of those throughout the hour you have china with their possibility of becoming the currency of oil. Now you say, what? what's that all about? I didn't know that that had anything to do with anything. Yeah, that's got a long legacy. Uh, since Nixon took us all the way off the gold standard, we went to the petrodollar because we still needed it to be backed by something. People wanted, you know, they're like, okay, well, you can't just have real magic money. It's got to be based on reality somewhere. And we've abused that over and over and over again. So we'll talk about the magic money and about China, and about whether that's a threat or not. Also going to talk about what is going on with World War III. It's, it's the same thing has happened with COVID. Every week, it escalates, and every week, you say, wait a minute, last week, this wasn't, this wasn't a thing, <laughs> and now all of a sudden, it's gospel. And in six months, we'll realize all those people that were saying all those crazy things, well, maybe they weren't quite as crazy as we thought they were. And Isaac, he hopped right in here right off the bat 
and said, end the two-party system. Yes, Isaac, you are correct. It is the two-party system that does this. I'll go to Tulsi Gabbard and Mitt Romney. They were fighting back and forth. Tulsi's a Democrat. Mitt is a Republican. Tulsi, I call a Democrat. I think she's not so much an established dem- uh, establishment Democrat as she knows she's not a Republican. And she agrees a little bit with the Democrats. So that's where I'm at, right? If I'm, Ga- if I'm uh, Tulsi Gabbard. Mitt said Tulsi is treasonous. She is spreading mis- uh, misinformation about Ukrainian uh, biolabs. And Tulsi said, Mitt, you are full of it. And then slapped him with like 10 or 12 different sources of why what Mitt just said was complete nonsense. And I think Mitt knew that it was complete nonsense. I think a lot of the stuff that you get from the politicians is posturing. They know what's real and what's not real. They're just throwing stuff out there in the ether. And it's up to you to decide whether it's real or not. So when you just say, yeah, that's real, I believe you, Mitt, I hate the Democrats. You're you're being played. And I'd like to hear people's opinions about this. Because I think think we get nailed all the time with people that we trust. With politicians that we trust. They say it, they say it, we follow them into battle, and then they leave us hanging. Mitt, he was going to be the one to save us from Obama, right? And, uh, yeah. He he wants to go with he wants to go to war just as bad as anybody else does in the whole establishment. We just gave a bunch of money to Ukraine. Whole bunch of it. Signed a bill. We took away COVID funding to to devote it to Ukraine. All we've done is fund COVID for the past two years, but now <laughs> COVID stonks are down. Ukraine stonks are going to the moon, right? That's the problem. Why do we let them do this? Why? Why? And the answer is because what are you going to do about it? <laughs> they control the media. They control the narrative. They control the courts. I'm I'm using the big they again. And I mean the establishment. I mean the, the swamp creatures. You are just one person. I am just one person. We are all just people. There is a gigantic system here that is a lot bigger and a lot stronger than any one person, which is why it takes mass, uh, a mass of people to decide, you know what? We're not going along with this. We're not. Sorry. I don't care what you say. You saw it with the mandates. As soon as the truckers got going up in Canada, everyone said, wait a minute, we can protest this. And three weeks later, COVID mandates are dropped and we're in world war three. So it's going to take us two years to get through this. How are they going to control us? Uh, If you listen to Glenn Beck, this is the catalyst for the Great Reset. And I don't doubt it. Just like with COVID, just like with any other bill, the, uh, the Patriot Act. All of these legislations are written, waiting for a crisis. And you can go back and look at this. The Patriot Act was written before 9-11. It was just waiting for a crisis. This isn't, this isn't Bush did 9-11. I'm just saying they know that at some point there is going to be some sort of a occurrence. And they say, never let a crisis go to waste. So 
if you listen to Glenn Beck, he says this whole Russia-Ukraine situation is an excuse for the Fed to seize more power, for us to make a Fed coin, and they're going to control everything that you do. And maybe they will. But they can only con- they can only control it as long as society says, this is what we're doing. If society says, yeah, cool, Fed coin, that's cute, uh, I'm not going to use it. Are they going to throw everybody in jail? They're not going to do that. They can't. And if they push it to a certain point, you have a lot of people that are going to resist them. And just like with any despotic regime, that doesn't last forever. (laughs) So the title of the show today is Falling Empires and Rising Anxiety. Have we come to the end of the American empire? We are an empire. We don't have colonies anymore, but we do have territories. We have like 30 territories or something like that. Can't call them colonies because colonization was bad. That's what the British did. We have an empire. We we are devaluing the, devaluing the currency, which they did in Rome. They had silver pieces in Rome, and they mixed them with tin over and over and over again and reminted them. And pretty soon there was like no silver. It was just this useless coin. We're doing the same thing with the U.S. dollar. That's why OPEC says, huh, maybe we want to back this with Chinese money instead of American money. We have to realize that we can't just do stuff anymore because we're America. We got away with it for 100 years. We can't get away with it anymore. We have to find alternative systems because the world is moving on. Russia is doing what they do. China's doing what they do. What are we going to do when we don't control the currency anymore? Money is power. Central banking is power. When we're not tied to the reserve currency of the world any longer, we lose a whole lot of power. Because now I go and I get my loans from China. Or if I want to redeem, if I want oil, I have to use Chinese money. I can't use American money. Now the demand for American money goes way down. That's not to mention about renewable resources or nuclear energy. If we get rid of petrol, now we don't have the petrodollar. People don't need oil. They don't need the dollar anymore. We lose our standing as the leader of the free world, like we always like to say. And I think this is happening because they're just going to quadruple down. Just like, just like our government always does. They'll say, well, you can't do that. We'll start a war in China. (laughs) That seems like a really bad idea to me. Are they going to do that? I don't know. They might say they'll do it. They might threaten. I think if China calls your bluff, though, I think you're kind of screwed. So what does that mean for Americans? Our government loses its standing. What do we do as Americans? What I say we always do. Get local. Build systems where you can exist outside of this massive system. And we'll talk more about that after we get back with a free solution on WISL, W-A-C-K in Newark. Give me a call, 585-346-3000, right? So do that. Give me a call. 
Comment in the chat. I'm watching both of them. I'd like to hear your opinion. It is Craig Miles on a free solution. Back after the break. Thank you so much for tuning in. Your business relies on computers and technology to operate. Slow, unreliable networks and servers can cause unplanned downtime and affect your bottom line. The experts at Simple Tech Innovations are here to help. Their preventative maintenance program ensures that your computers and network are kept up to date and monitored for any issues, keeping your business running smoothly. They also help clients achieve HIPAA, PCI, and New York State cybersecurity compliance to keep your network safe and secure. Whatever your business IT needs are, Simple Tech Innovations should be your first call. They've won the best in Rochester eight years in a row and have an A-plus Better Business Bureau rating. Call them today for a free consultation at 585-200-3182. That's 585-200-3182. Simple Tech Innovations. A free solution. We are back with a free solution on WISL, WACK in Newark. It's not a free lunch, but it's almost as good. My name is Craig Miles. Thank you so uh, so much for tuning in. So I was talking about how they only are able to control you as long as you let them. And they'll get some people. I'm watch- I've watched a documentary called uh, Capital Punishment about those insurrectionists down in Washington on January 6th. The thing that Chuck Schumer said was worse than 9-11. And Uncle Joe said it was the worst thing that has happened in our country since the Civil War. Those things seem extremely hyperbolic to me. But it's part of painting the picture. And the other uh, other part of painting the picture and sending a message is going to the people that were down there kicking their doors in, pulling them out, putting them in jail, and saying, hey, this is what happens when you go against the grain. So it's not all sunshine and rainbows when when you start to oppose the government. They'll do stuff like that. This is documented. This happened. I'm not making this up. The FBI went after people that were involved in January 6th threw them in jail for extended periods of time without talking to a lawyer, without going in front of a judge. You know, no speedy trial, none of that. This is America. You're supposed to have that. And we don't. If you are the right kind of a subversive. So when I say noncompliance and I say don't listen to them, yeah, that's easy for me to say. The FBI is not kicking my door in. But... If you get a bunch of people to do it, now they can't kick everybody's door in. And this goes to what libertarians in the Rio Grande Valley has to say, mass non-compliance. You saw it with masks. You saw it with mandates, with gyms. They said, come and get me. I'm opening. Come and get me. And then the health department shows up and they say, get off of my property. You are not allowed here. And the health department blusters and they say, yeah, no, we are. And you say, get out. You're not allowed here. And they finally tuck tail and run because they do have no jurisdiction. You have to assert your rights. Don't allow them. 
And maybe he'll get some pushback for that. Probably going to get some pushback for that. <laughs> there was a lawsuit against that gym over uh, gym owner. It was either in Rochester or Buffalo. I don't remember exactly where. He had pushback. He had a lawsuit, but in the end, he won. There was also those bar owners down in New Jersey. Uh, and the cops actually went after them. And if I remember correctly, an officer was hurt while trying to enforce the mandate on them. And I, I would have to look into this, but I, I think they were actually ruled to have been in the right, even though the an, an officer was harmed in trying to go after the bar, uh, bar owners down in Jersey. It was determined, yeah, the cops shouldn't have been there in the first place. So as much as I say the system is rigged, it is still working because, again, it, it is based on individuals. And you can't control all the individuals. You can threaten, you can coerce, you can build systems that direct people in the most likely direction that you would like. But you still have actors that are separate from that. And that's what it takes. It takes a bunch of individuals standing up and saying, no, I'm not going to do this. That's in the system. That's outside of the system. That's all of this stuff. So the petrodollar. Let's get to that. Uh, Gold. Used to be the currency here in America, but not everybody carried gold around in their pockets. So you had these banknotes, these receipts, and this was the begin the beginning of fractional reserve banking. The the banks found out well, nobody's going to call in all of the dollars all at once. So we'll say that you can redeem these receipts for gold and just hope that not everybody comes and tries to get their gold out of the bank at the same time. So since they weren't actually passing gold around, they created more of these receipts than they had gold in the bank. And it works, again, as long as not everybody comes and tries to get their money at once. So that was the way it was run for a while. Then we come to the Great Depression, and we get the run on the banks, and FDR creates a bank holiday closes the banks down for a week, says you are not allowed to possess gold. You must turn it in. Otherwise, we're going to put you in jail. And uh, that's how we're going to do that. Takes us off the gold standard. But not entirely. Because you couldn't tell England and you couldn't tell France and you couldn't tell Germany. Yeah, remember how you you have all that U.S. money and we said that we would give you gold if you wanted gold? Yeah, we're not going to do that. That was a bridge too far. So countries were still allowed to redeem U.S. currency for gold. Fast forward to 1971, and everything's crashing, and the economy is in rough shape, and Nixon needs to get reelected, and he says, what am I going to do about this? Well, I am not going to redeem gold for any of these notes. Sorry, it doesn't matter if you're a country. You can't do it. So he took us all the way off the gold standard. He said the dollar is no longer tied to gold. No matter what. We just have these dollars now that we can print and do whatever we want with. But that wasn't the entire end of it. We made a deal with OPEC after we were off the gold standard to redeem only U.S. dollars for oil. 
So if I am a foreign country, someone other than America, and I want to buy oil from OPEC, I have to do it in U.S. dollars. So they've created an artificial demand for the dollar, which keeps us up there at the reserve currency of the world. And that's how we got where we are today. And we've been abusing it since FDR. But as we haven't seen any real consequences, it emboldens us. We continue to abuse the dollar. We continue to print money. So much money, in fact, that in the past year, we've printed 80% of the dollars ever printed in America. The world says, hey, that's kind of, that's kind of extreme, America. <laughs> seems, like, seems like that's going to devalue your currency. Seems like that's not very worth very much anymore. And now you have OPEC sitting down with China. China says, you know what? I see you guys are getting a little bit hesitant about that U.S. dollar. You know what we got? We got Chinese dollars. And you know what? Why don't you just start accepting those instead of U.S. currency? Oh, my God. Until I heard that, until I heard that that was a thing, I was like, whatever, I'm a libertarian. I hate fiat money. It's not real. It's going to crash. I didn't think it was going to crash tomorrow. That brings us a whole lot closer. If the world starts to accept Chinese dollars instead of U.S. dollars, that brings us a whole lot closer to hyperinflation, economic peril, all of these things. It's not a good, it's not a good situation at all. I'll be interested to see how this is navigated. What are we going to have to give the Saudis? What are we going to have to give OPEC? What are we going to have to do to keep them accepting only American dollars for oil? I don't know the answer to that. But I would suspect they're going to want something. What's Uncle Joe going to offer them? What's the Fed going to offer them? I don't know. We got a lot of turmoil going on right now with Russia and the Ukraine and World War III, and alliances, and everybody's wound up. <sighs> oh, oh, boy. Get prepared. That's all that I got to say about that. Hyperinflation is on the way. Control, more control is on the way. It's not COVID control, but it'll be a different kind. I don't know what it's going to be. Start relying on people, real people, close to you. Because... Something's coming. It's the Ides of March here on A Free Solution. WISL back after the break. Give me a call. 585 346 3000.
WYSL store is now open and your car's crying for an official Voice of Liberty bumper sticker. There's a great selection to help you show your love of God, liberty, and the Constitution. Here are just a few available right now. Shut up, Fauci. Kathy Hokum. No more masking. Open the freaking schools. Scam alert, January 6th. No vax mandates. God, please help us. Close the Mexican border. Save America. Stop voting for Democrats. Support the Second Amendment. And your mask doesn't protect squat. But there's more. These are standard weather-resistant bumper stickers guaranteed to get you horn honks and thumbs up in traffic. Choose from other locally made WYSL Voice of Liberty merch, too, like tees, hoodies, drinkware, and more. Perfect gifts for any Liberty lover you know. Be sure to check out the exclusive WYSL Mount Worst Morris shirts, hoodies, and coffee mugs depicting our four worst presidents. Guess who's front and center? Be free. Make a statement. Shop the WYSL store at WYSL1040.com. A free solution. We are back on a free solution. WYSL, W-A-C-K in Newark. My name is Craig Miles. Thank you so much for tuning in. The day after the Ides of March, the fall of Caesar. Is it the fall of the American Empire? I don't know. It's not looking great. Uh, The petrodollar. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. I don't know how we're going to get through that. Because all of our power comes from oil. That's why I shouldn't say all of our power. A lot of the power of our dollar comes from the fact that you can only redeem U.S. dollars for oil. That's why we fight wars over oil. That's why it, it, that's why it matters that we are friendly with Saudi Arabia. We have to keep them happy. What are we going to do now? We're going we're gonna to sacrifice something to keep the Saudis happy? To keep OPEC happy? I don't know. I couldn't imagine. I can't predict the future, but I know there's people in Washington right now trying to figure out what they're going to do. How are we going to keep this reserve currency of the world status? How are we going to do this? How can we keep it away from China? How are we going to paint Russia as the uh, reason for all of your, all of the things wrong in your life? I, this frustrates me to no end. Please call me and fight me on this. If you believe that Russia is the reason for all of the problems in America, because we have, did we forget the world that we lived in for the past two years and the unprecedented control and distortion of our lives? And we're going to act like that, that has nothing to do whatsoever with what, what's going on right now. We're going to act like, Centrally controlling everybody for two years, printing trillions of dollars for two years, 80% of the dollars that we've ever uh, ever printed, ever. We're going to act like that doesn't have any effect on anything. It's all Putin's fault. Why do you fall for that? I don't criticize people. Uh, I criticize people. I don't blame them. For their opinions. That is an opinion that I find very difficult to justify. Very difficult to, to say, no, that, that, that's, that's a reasonable opinion to have. No, Putin is not the reason. Putin is not the reason at all. This World War III is not the reason at all. It might be doing other things. Maybe causing other problems, but it is not why gas is five dollars a gallon. 
It is not why we have runaway inflation of 7% over a year. It is not also corporate greed. What, the, the corporations, they weren't greedy for the past four years before Uncle Joe took office. That's why prices were low, because they, they forgot how to be greedy. But now they remembered. Rem- <laughs> oh, this is, okay. Uh, I've seen this before from uh, Buddha Black. He, uh, I'm, I'm not entirely sure what the comment is. Okay, here we go. All right, this is good. So um, I asked, I said, someone call me and fight me. And they said, pay me, which is, I, this is, this is the thing about education, right? Uh, you're not entitled to, to somebody's intellectual labor. So they want to be paid to give their opinion. Uh, but Boda also says European colonization is going to put my community in the same place. We spend hundreds of years getting out of yes. Yes. You and everybody else, Boda. It's bad news. I'm a hundred percent there with you. Stop colonizing. Stop fighting wars. Stop giving freedom to people. Stop forming these alliances. Stop sending trillions of dollars across the world to people who did nothing to you. Absolutely nothing. I have no beef with a Russian grandma on the street. I have no beef with a 16-year-old Ukrainian girl that's just trying to get an education. That has absolutely nothing to do with me. There's no reason why, in my name, we should be shooting people across the world, except that we need control. We need to control the markets. We need to control the dollars. We need to control all of these things. It's ridiculous. It's not okay. And yes, uh, I agree with you, Bona. It's, it's, it's bad. Bad, 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 bad. Now, the other thing is, okay, are we going to stand up for disenfranchised people? Are we going to stand up for the less fortunate across the world. Yes, we can do that. We can do that without guns and bombs. We can do that by spreading the message of liberty, freedom, setting an example, so that when we say, hey, Putin, you are an evil guy, why are you attacking Ukraine for no reason? Putin can't come back and say, uh, remember when you did the same thing to Ukraine in 2014? You remember that? Or you remember when you spent 20 years fighting in Afghanistan or when you gave the Saudis a bunch of money to bomb Yemen? We have absolutely no excuse. We have no legs to stand on when it comes to criticizing people. Who is the we I keep hearing about, Buddha says? The we is America. The we is the government. Who is the we that you speak of, Buddha? I'm curious. What... What do you want to see in America? What is your issue? What do you think the most important thing facing the country is? I say we, when I say we, I mean the things that are done in our name. I mean the things that the government says. We as Americans must fight for freedom over here. We as Americans must stand against Putin. Yeah, who is we? It's it's not me. <laughs> it's not me. I didn't ask you to do that. And that was my point earlier about this being the biggest issue, the next biggest issue. The the war in Ukraine. Nobody cared about foreign intervention or colonization until three weeks ago. 
Now it's the best. Now it's the biggest thing to talk about every day on CNN. My point, Boda, is you can't be doing things in the name of other people. And that happens way too much. And Boda says this in response. Acknowledgement of the conscious divides between consenting adults by constitutional measures we can consider equal. I think that's the biggest issue, right? Um, Yeah. Okay. I don't have a problem with that. Yes. We need to acknowledge that. We don't have enough of that right now. We also don't have enough of an exchange between people. If you don't agree with what I say, you're canceled. If you don't agree 100% with my opinion, I don't want anything to do with you. You never you never are going to come together with that. You're never going to come up with a solution. You'll only fight each other with the people who claim to care about you. They use the excuse of, well, we got to do this. You got to agree with me. Otherwise, the other side is going to win. And they're going to make your life terrible. Meanwhile, my life's not getting any better while you're up there fighting for the stuff that you say I should care about. This is why I say we got to take the power back. Why you've got to help each other. Why you can't keep looking to Uncle Uncle Joe for solutions. Or or Daddy Trump. It, it comes with taking responsibility in your community. It comes with listening. It comes with recognizing that communities are a whole lot more important than whatever Washington has to say. That you're going to make a whole lot more change by talking to people face-to-face, by electing local representatives, by being involved with your local communities. You're going to make a lot more change like that rather than fighting every four years over who gets to lead the mess that we're in. It's, It's... it's very difficult because there is a whole lot more uh, control every day from Washington, from Albany. How do you how do you counter that? How do you keep standing tall? It's tough. I've had some conversations in the past week about the Libertarian Party specifically, about how Larry running in 2018 was a big catalyst. Everyone was ready to take on. And, you know, make a big difference. We're going to make a big difference in New York State. We got recognized as a party. We got 100 people elected to office the next year. And then His Majesty Emperor Cuomo came in and said, you guys are not a party anymore. You can't make change. And it devastated the movement. People said, we finally got somewhere. and, And now we don't get anywhere because... And he took it away. So it's tough. It's not easy. It's not easy to make these changes. That's why you keep speaking. That's why you keep listening. That's why you keep trying to come up with solutions. And that's the free solution right here on WISL, W-A-C-K in Newark. Please give me a call, 585-346-3000. Vote. I appreciate the comments. And I'm not sure how much of what I'm saying you agree with, but I'm always happy to have a discussion. We will be right back after the break on A Free Solution.
Why do businesses choose to move their website from Wix and Squarespace to Simple Tech Innovations? Maybe it's their excellent customer service or attention to detail. Maybe it's their ability to give a truly customized solution. Or perhaps they just like the fact that Simple Tech is a local small business that builds great relationships with its clients. Whatever the reason may be, you can rest assured knowing that the local team at Simple Tech has your best interest in mind when building or updating your website there hands-on and love helping customers achieve their goals. But don't take my word for it. They've won the best in Rochester eight years in a row and have an A-plus Better Business Bureau rating. If your website doesn't match your dreams or isn't achieving your goals, give the professionals at Simple Tech Innovations a call today for a consultation at 585-200-3182. That's 585-200-3182. Simple Tech Innovations. A free solution. We are back with a free solution on WYSL, WACK in Newark. Someone finally answered my call, the call. We have Keith from Rochester. He has a comment or a question or concern. Uh, I'd be interested to hear what you have to say. What, what What's up, Keith? I've been listening closely, and uh, I agree, I do, with everything you've been saying. I would just like to simplify it. Uh, the two major problems, they both begin with the letter M, mental illness and Marxism. Uh, we've just got to be able to, as people, uh, look at someone and say, hey, you're flat out nuts. Uh, something has happened to the American psyche where, because uh, I always use as my baseline, World War II, uh, that conflict lasted exactly 3.75 years. We got hit at Pearl in December of 41. And then in Tokyo Harbor on the 2nd of September of 45, the enemy finally surrendered on board the Missouri. Uh, our country used to stand for competence. Something has happened to many Americans. They've simply melted down and now have to be classified truly as mentally ill. Whenever I see or hear Hillary Clinton, I always shout out loud, psychopath. We've got to be able to call a spade a spade. And secondly, Marxism has vaulted into our country. Yes, uh, they always say that the 1930s were the decade that if we were going to go communist, uh, the Great Depression of that bad enough decade, the 30s, that would have been where we would have gone commie. But we didn't. Uh, World War II came along and lifted all boats and so far as... Uh, a would-be financial recovery. Uh, you were paying heavy taxes and buying bonds, and you didn't have much to spend it on, but uh, the middle class started coming back, certainly when the war ended. Today, half the country, unfortunately, might be looked upon as Marxist, and we've never had that obstacle before. So in closing, I'm having to say, we've got to be able to say to people when we see them, you have mental health problems, and we're not cutting you any slack. We are calling you for what you are. You are mentally unhealthy, even to the point of being insane. And we've got to take back these colleges and universities, these big-time bastions of liberalism. We've got to kick out the lefty professors and bring good back traditional values that made America great. And we are losing our country uh, with these young people coming up. They have no backbone. They are completely yeah, weak. And uh, I got you. Yeah, I, 
I hear I hear what you're saying. So, um, yeah, a few things. Um, calling people crazy is not going to get them on your side. <laughs> Unfortunately, I I have to resist. I have to resist the temptation as well because you wonder certain times why people think the way they do. But calling them crazy is only going to push them somewhere else. It's only going to want them make. It's only going to make them want whatever they want worse. You have to offer them an alternative. So I think you're correct. Uh, the younger generation is fine with Marxism. Uh, you have a lot of people who are fine with Marxism. It's because they think that what we have is capitalism. They think that what we have is unfettered capitalism, that, that this is what capitalism is. It's not. We have corporatism. We have the government and big business working together to squash competition and to get monopolies on things. And that's why things are, are not so good for people right now. That's why you have to work three jobs. That's why you can't afford rent. That's why you pay a bunch of money for gas. That's what's keeping the poor and the middle class down is collusion between the government and big business. So well, well, Marxists have- look at that and they say, this is, this is what capitalism is. It's not. You have to explain to them, listen, we need to make it so that we can organize locally so that we can take away barriers for people who want to make money, for people who want to braid hair, for people who want to walk dogs. I shouldn't need a license for that. I shouldn't be giving all of these barriers to these big businesses to make it so that they're the only ones that can do this. You have to offer an alternative because these concerns come from a place, a real place. There's a reason why people feel the way that they do. Calling them crazy won't help the situation you have to off you have to offer why they're feeling the reason for the way society is that makes them feel the way that they do uh, when you have insane thoughts you get insane behavior if you don't stand up to them and call them for what they are they, they, those thoughts that are insane go on to be accepted now as standard and viable within uh, the american society we have nutty thoughts going on, and they are not being challenged, and there's no pushback. And many Republicans and even our fellow conservatives are flat-out cowardly. They will not stand up when obviously insane ideas are put forth, and they've got to be dismantled. But people on our side, sir, are not standing up to the bad people. I'll tell you in closing what I would do. If I could, I would round up all the left and put them right down in Guantanamo in Cuba. I'd get them right out of the country. I don't care about them. I just want them out of our country. I want to take back our country. I want it sane. I want it conservative like it's always been. The left has to go. We are in a true shooting, just short of a true shooting civil war. The left has got to be dismantled and even thrown out of the country. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna push back on that, Keith. I don't think we should do that. I don't think we should round up people and put them in Gitmo. I think that we have to find a way to reach them because again, this is half of the country. You're gonna get rid of half of the country? No, you're not gonna. You got to figure out how to work with them. So I understand where you're coming from. I understand why you're frustrated, and I would agree with you. I think people don't stand up necessarily the way that they should for their ideas. But there's a way to stand up for your ideas and to communicate them effectively 
without saying your ideas are garbage. You should go to Gitmo. That's that's not a good solution for anybody. We we have to come together. We have to listen to people's concerns, and then if their solution is something that we disagree with, we have to we have to argue that we have to argue argue about that and find a solution that um that might be better for everybody. Well, in closing, you you're can't, a good in closing, go you're 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 a good man, a good guy, but I fear the way that you would go about it will only push uh, just back a little further when our country is truly lost. That's the di- the diff between you and me. I want to take our country back. Uh, to have to say it, uh, you want to play patty cake with the uh, domestic enemies in our country. I don't have the patience. I just want to uh, collar them and uh, tame them and uh, get them to see the evil of their ways. And if they won't back down, uh, they go to Guantanamo, period. So, Keith, I, I hear you. I think, I, think I think what needs to happen is a conversation because force never works. All force does is put people into Gitmo. It doesn't change minds. It doesn't change where we're going. We need to come together. We need to speak to each other. Patty cake is fine. I don't care if you play patty cake. Just don't make me pay for your patty caking. We all have to, we all have to come together. We all have to talk it out. We have to find solutions to problems that people are concerned with because yelling at them and calling them crazy will only make them go and find worse solutions. We have to offer better solutions. The left has to offer better solutions. The right has to offer better solutions. We have to stop othering people. We have to understand that everybody has the same wants in life. They just want to be happy. Can we figure out how to make everybody happy? I would say we can. It comes with listening, it comes with talking, it comes with accepting. And that is a free solution right here on WSL. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'll be speaking with you next Wednesday.